Welcome to the Salted Carmel podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel, the Catholic parish in Carmel, Indiana. This is a podcast where we get to show the Lord's work in everyday normal faith stories like our parishioners. My name is David Cook. I'm the stewardship director here at Our Lady, and with me is the ever-talented Jody Curtis. Jody, who's our guest today? Our guest today is Lisa Ponchak. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. And can you tell your our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at Our Lady of Mount Carmel? Sure. I'm first of all, I'm just really grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I love sharing my story. Let's see how we ended up here. Um, well, my husband's the director of adult faith formation at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and he was looking for several years to get back into full-time ministry and was having a hard time finding something in Florida where, where we lived with our six kids. And um, we one day we looked at a map and we said, what's the furthest north we're willing to go? And and we we both agreed on Indiana. So <laughs> that's where the Lord brought us. He took us up on that and, and now we're here and we really love the parish and we love being here. You just kind of, did you just pick Indiana and then applied for that job or? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, he was applying for jobs all over, and he saw the job posting at Our Lady of Mount Carmel for a director of adult faith formation. I think that was after, yeah, that was after we decided that we would go as far as Indiana, and he came across that job, and the rest is history. Well, perfect. So you mentioned you love telling us, uh, telling your story, so why don't we just jump right in? Why don't you tell us the story from the beginning? What was your life like before you intimately knew Christ? Sure. I was raised in a Catholic home. Um, my parents were Catholic and they would take us to mass every Sunday. However, like God was never talked about in our home and we never prayed together. So I kind of saw God is very distant. Um, we just kind of went through the motions. And uh, I remember as a kid, though, having a real hunger to know about God. But still, I, I thought he was, you know, he probably just put us here on this earth and then left us on our own. You know, that was my view of God. And I remember when I was a teenager having this thought that if there was a God, um, he should be big enough to be able to speak to me. And I don't hear him speaking to me. Therefore, he must not exist. And, and that's when I was 18 and, and kind of led me on a, a dangerous path. Um, I stopped going to church and got involved in the party scene and went to bars and got into all kinds of trouble. And just really fell into a lot of despair, too, because if you don't believe in God, well, what's the purpose of life, you know? What's life all about? Yeah, one night, um, I was actually in a neighborhood that I really had no business being in, and there were several big guys in the middle of the road, and they had guns. And so we had to come to a stop, and they surrounded our car, and they started yelling at us and pointing their guns in the car right at me and just my life flashed before my eyes I thought oh my goodness they're gonna kill us they're gonna bury me somewhere and nobody's even gonna know what happened to me you know my parents aren't gonna know what happened to me and all of a sudden somehow we were able to drive out of that situation they let us go and we drove out of the situation and but that kind of started me down this road of huh well, is there a god is there a heaven and hell if I had died where would I have gone and it just led me searching. I stopped hanging out with those friends and and um, just really started to search for the meaning of life. Around that same time, my parents started going to a new church. They started going to a charismatic Catholic church in Pompano Beach, Florida. 
and they kept asking me to go with them. Um, finally, I, I decided, well, what do I have to lose? So I, I decided to go with them. And this was when I was about 19. And uh, that day, I just, I encountered the Lord. I encountered Jesus like I never had before. I encountered his love for me. And um, boy, the people there kept smiling at me. So I, I saw him and the people there. I also encountered him through the Eucharist. It's like my eyes were open for the first time. I didn't realize that we really believed that the Eucharist was Jesus. And that day, I just, I knew that that was Jesus. And uh, I knew that that was the love that I had always been searching for all my life. And I gave him my life uh, that day. And that's when I discovered that, wow, he does know me and I can know him. And he does speak to us. He does still speak to us today. And not only did he save me, but there were these gifts he wanted to give me. So I just became just really on fire for my faith and went full force in. Lisa, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what do you mean when you say you your parents joined a charismatic Catholic church? What does that mean? See, a charismatic Catholic church is one that uh, maybe has more uh, exuberant, uh, like praise and worship with lots of different instruments. And, and um, the people, they believe in the passage of Corinthians that talks about the gifts of the spirit and that God does still speak to us today. And it was a little strange to me that first time I went because I'd never seen anything like it. The people were very, very excited <laughs> for their faith. But I think for me, that's what I needed. Like maybe not all people need that, but for me, I kind of needed that because it, I needed to see that they really believed what they were, what they were doing. You know, they believed in this and, and it got my attention, you know. So now that you went to that church, is that the turning point? Was that just like, bam, I'm going to take this more seriously. And then you kind of never looked back. I kind of, um, I kind of had a wrong understanding of what it meant to follow Jesus um, looking back, I, I really became like a runaway train and I wanted to prove to him how much, how grateful I was that he, he gave me new life, um, that I got involved in every kind of ministry that you can think of. And I just, uh, I became very, very busy and through the course of my life and pretty much after I got married, the Lord really did a work on my heart and he showed me that my worth isn't in what. I was doing, but it was in just being just who I was. And yeah, he, um, he taught me that he couldn't love me any more than he already did. And he couldn't love me less than he already did, but his love was perfect for me. And, uh, I really learned to just be able to lean back and rest in him and let him take the reins, let him take the lead instead of me running way ahead of him. And what is your life like in Christ now, Lisa? Yeah, I'm just trying to do the best I can and, and, and staying close to, to his heart and each day try to um, uh, start my day off with prayer. And I love to, to play worship music in the house. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I've become very passionate about the fact that we can still hear from God. And I love to share that with people, people that, you know, may not know that we can have this two-way relationship with Jesus. I love to share that with others. And, and I try to teach my kids that, that, you know, Jesus is their best friend and, and they can run to him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You're mentioning in a lot of ways how people can still hear from God. 
yet ironically that was one of the reasons why you kind of left your faith and then God showed you all the ways that he was still talking to you. What are some ways that people can hear from God now? What are some ways that uh, you would tell people to look for? Yeah, uh, he speaks in so many different ways, but um, sometimes it may be hard to hear because we're not listening. Um, he's, al- he's always speaking, but he often speaks in a still small voice. So we may not recognize him um, because it requires us to sometimes be quiet and listen. Um, but there are so many different ways he speaks. He speaks through scripture. Sometimes, you know, you're reading scripture and like your heart will quicken something will jump out at you and a lot of times that's the holy spirit speaking or there may be a a thought that comes into your mind and it didn't come from you or an image that will pop in your head and and it wasn't from you there's you know so many different different ways that he he still speaks today lisa one of the reasons why we started this podcast was that we wanted to help people feel more comfortable in sharing their own faith story do you have a, an example of a time when you shared your faith with someone else? Um, yes. Yeah, th- that's one thing I, you know, like to try to do even before I go to the grocery store. Like I'll pray and ask the Lord, you know, is there anybody you want me to reach out to while I'm there? And, uh, you know, sometimes something will come to mind. Sometimes uh, nothing really comes to me until I'm in that moment. And then like my heart will quicken and I'll, I'll just know that I'm supposed to talk to somebody <laughs> this my favorite time was um one one day when I went to Kroger and I was in I was in line and the cashier she was very grumpy I mean she was obviously um visibly irritated with every person in her line and she was she would actually yank stuff out of people's hands and just scowl at them and you know it was, it was very obvious that uh she she didn't really want to be there <laughs> And uh, so I, I paid for my groceries and everything. And, and afterwards I thought, ah, I really should have shared God's love with her, you know, but I went through the line and, and I didn't do that. But I thought, oh, but, but there's something else that I need to get that I forgot to get. So I went and got that item. I got back in her line and um, let's see, she was checking out the man in front of me. She saw that I only had like one item and she's like, you would have been better off going into the self-checkout it would have been a lot quicker for you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But um, then it was my turn. And um, well, anyway, what I, uh, what I was planning on telling her was just, you know, God loves you and um, he's got a plan for your life. That was what I was planning on telling her. But then my heart quickened as I was in line. And I felt like the Lord really wanted me to tell her that um, he saw everything that she was going through. And so then finally it was my turn and I leaned into her and I said, you know, Jesus really loves you and he sees everything that you're going through. And her eyes got really big and she started crying and she goes, she goes, my husband just died. And I just, and I just got out of the hospital from having pneumonia and her whole demeanor changed after that. She started smiling and she started sharing with me stories about her husband and what he was like, and and yeah, she just after that, she her whole demeanor had changed, and so that that's one of my favorite uh, stories of of a way that God used me to to tell somebody about him. Lisa, who is your biggest faith influencer? 
probably my grandmother um, when I was a little girl she just really took the time to listen to me and build me up and encourage me and and she just really spoke into my life and it wasn't after until she died that I realized the faith that she had because she had a real quiet faith you know but I just found all these prayer books and rosaries and everything um, as we were um, cleaning her house and after she had died and Lisa, what you know at Our Lady, we we like to say we're grateful no matter what, uh, not just say it, but believe it. Um, what are you most grateful for this week? Let's see, I'm I'm always grateful for my family, obviously, but I'm also just I'm so grateful for my relationship with the Lord. There's just always more of Him to discover. You know, you can never run out of. Um, the, the depths of his loving kindness and the depths of his his goodness and I'm just so thankful that you know I can know him and he knows me and and there's always more of him to discover so your husband actually helped uh, name the podcast salted caramel and it's it means a lot of things and people are really confused but we're trying to make a play on the bible verse you are the salty earth and so I'm going to ask you how are you staying salty Meaning, how are you staying a good disciple of Christ? I think just um, by doing the things that, you know, I, I spoke about um, earlier, just, you know, making sure I, I spend time with the Lord every day, spending time in praise and worship, and uh, looking for opportunities to share my faith with, with other people as I go out in public. I feel like the first two are easy, but then the last one just scares everybody, yeah. especially me. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite fun and exhilarating when when you actually do it I mean the thought of it can be terrifying but then when you do it and you like that woman at at um at Kroger you know when when you see how it impacts people then it's very exciting yeah well Lisa I think that's a great call to action for our listeners this week to spend time with the Lord and also to share our faith with others as as uh, beautifully as you did. We might not all get such a beautiful response that you had so immediately, but you never know when we share our story what impact that person might have an hour later, a day later, or a month later. Thank you for sharing with us. All right. As always, let us end our podcast with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, thank you so much for giving us Lisa for her testimony and for how you have used her to influence others and to share her faith with the world. Lord, embolden us with the, the strength and grace to look for opportunities to share our own faith and to try to love you in a more deeper way and a more visible way this week. Thank you, Lord, and as always, we pray in your name. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening today. And stay salty.